You're listening to the Film Marketing Academy podcast, the audio series dedicated to helping filmmakers create better film marketing campaigns faster. Join your host, Pascal Fintoni, for what promises to be an exciting and intriguing voyage of discovery filled with advice, stories, and film marketing ideas. Thank you for tuning in. And now, on with today's episode of the Film Marketing Academy podcast. Well, Pascal, this is only the second time in Two Geeks and a Marketing Podcast where we've actually talked about and reviewed a film which we haven't actually seen yet. And I think the first one was way back in episode two when we talked about No Time to Die. Now, of course, we talked about No Time to Die again last week, having finally seen the film after its many, many delays. But this week, we're going to be talking about the latest film in the Scream franchise. Now, it's just called Scream but it's actually the fifth film. So whether it should be called Scream 5 is probably something that we should talk about today. But before we talk about anything, let's dive straight into the trailer. There's certain rules to surviving. Believe me, I know. They always come back. The killer is a part of something in the past. This one just feels different. You're all in danger. Bob? Well, Sydney. I've seen this movie before. Not this movie. You said we were going to finish this. Go finish it, Sydney. Dead. Wow, that's how you cut a trailer, Roger. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> I mean, it's all it, immediately. You know, it's part of the franchise. All the all the iconic uh, iconic things are in there. The the shadow mask um, and everything like that. The, the the old characters, the new characters, the the way the setup is played through. Obviously, we haven't seen this film yet. It's only been out for about a week. We'll be going to see it as soon as we can. But uh, it, it, it definitely it definitely sucks you in, doesn't it? But is it Scream or is it Scream 5? So let's deal with that. So the filmmakers and producers saying it's a reboot. But then again, it's a direct sequel to Scream 4 that was actually mm. released 11, 10 years ago, give or take, mm. Um, mm. Roger. Just as a reminder, um, Wes Craven who left us in 2015, created the Scream franchise with the first one in 96. And it's funny because in 96, when he came out, there was almost two things going on. They had the fans who couldn't wait to go and see the, the movies and the critics saying, Wes Craven's too old to make films like this and to hold an audience, and they were so wrong. So the filmmakers want it to be called Scream. They want to re kind of uh, retain that. But everybody's saying Scream 5 because it is literally the fifth chapter. But I think, do you think it's a marketing decision to avoid using the number so that it doesn't devalue um, the brand, I suppose, or, or the, the desire to go and see the film? I'm not sure it would affect me at all. But then I'm of the, I'm of the age that we 
we saw the originals way back. We saw number four, as you say, was 10 years ago. So we've, we've been aware of the franchise over its two decades or so, maybe 25 years now. But I guess younger people who maybe don't know the franchise or haven't discovered it yet, it's it's probably not going to make any difference to them. And possibly, if they saw a title that said Scream 5, it might put them off going because they think, well, I've not seen the first four. So by just calling it Scream, then it, it, it removes potentially a barrier. I, I'm not sure it would it would affect me at all in, in my decision to go to see it, but I have the benefit of, of knowing about the franchise. So maybe that was the, the logic behind it. Sure, and you you mentioned this only a week um, of its release at the time of recording this podcast, and so far I've kept away, you know, because I didn't want to get any spoilers. But both critics and fans are absolutely loving this uh, this chapter, the installment of of the screen franchise. So we're going to talk about the marketing, and we're going to talk particularly about the social media marketing, which has been mm-hmm. the focus mm-hmm. of their campaign. But before we do so, I wanted to ask you very quickly. They sadly had to cancel the premiere that was scheduled yeah. for the 11th of January, the movie being released on the 14th, pretty much around the world. Do you think that was uh, a big miss, the premiere being cancelled, or do you think movies can do without? I guess the I guess the movies can do without it because ultimately something as powerful a franchise as this is going to get bums on seats whether or not isn't it but what they will miss out on is the the media coverage of the big event you know when there is a premiere you will always get the shots of the stars having their interviews they'll they'll be very interested in what the ladies dresses look like and they'll be very interested in um in the director and the and the actors and the and, and, and the musicians and everything together and I guess without that media spotlight, it does feel as if something's missing. But I'm not sure it will actually affect the viewing figures. So what, one thing that I think is working really well for the Scream franchise, I would argue probably the best-loved slasher horror movie franchise of all times, and I think people do credit Wes Craven for that, is that there you've got the main kind of um, baddie, ghost face, with that mask that has become so iconic. And I would say it's a second iconic character that Wes Craven has given to us after uh, Freddy Krueger. But then mm. we've come to really, really root for Sidney Prescott and Gail Weathers and to appoint Dewey Riley, who has, has gone through his own journey as a character. So we're back, you know, supporting them in their kind of once again encounter against Ghostface and having to guess, you know, who's behind who's behind the, the mask. But what they've done is, by this idea, is it a reboot, is it, is it a sequel? Even from the poster design, the poster that for Scream, Scream 5 is very, very different to the previous four. And it's not just a, a time thing, and 10 years is a long time, and trends and style do change. But for me, it does feel like they try to say, it's called Scream, by the way, you know, there's no number five on yeah. the poster. And the design is very, very different. If you had one, two, three, four, and then this one next to it, it's a, a tracking difference, isn't it? Yes, and it looks very much like a Netflix um, cover to yeah. me. Mm. Uh, a lot of Netflix um, um, things that advertise their shows 
tends to have the entire cast on the picture, doesn't it? Um, and, and that's what they've got here. Having said that, there is the very cl clever line that says, the killer is on this poster, which, of <laughs> course, is, is absolutely... Does that actually mean that the killer is on this poster as in Ghostface, which is on the poster, obviously, or is it that one of the characters that's on the poster is actually masquerading as Ghostface is actually the killer. So we'll have to wait until we see the film to answer that question. But I thought that was quite clever. And that means that they had to put the entire cast on the poster in order to use that line, I guess. And what is interesting, the, the Scream franchise has also been successful because of the combination of scares with humour and satire, which is what Wes Craven was being praised for. And what we'll see in a moment is the whole marketing campaign plays on that humour. And sometimes it's actually the killer who's addressing you via social media. Sometimes it's the, the characters. And, you know, f for me, I'm also looking at this poster thinking there'd be fans who've studied it, looking for Easter eggs or even little nods <laughs> to other horror movies because the whole thing about Scream is that the difference with other horror movies, you and I have sometimes joked about it, the characters know about horror movies, they know about the rules, they, they, they kind of understand that they are working within you know, the, the set kind of protocols, and therefore they try and survive and or find the killer, knowing the rules of horror movies. Whereas in some time, people you know, that you and I could watch a film and think, well, surely you know how to kill a werewolf. Have you not watched movies before? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think that's why it is lovely. In, and, of course, the whole premise of do you like scary movie? What is your favorite scary movie? And all those things. But that poster, I think, is going to get people talking for quite some time. But just in terms of chronology, very quickly, um, this movie was uh, pretty much um, produced in and around 2019. Um, there was a desire, certainly, for them to be released in 2021 in line with the 25th anniversary of the first one. They couldn't do that because of COVID. So on the 12th of October, we had our first official trailer, which was very, very good indeed. And there was just nothing much until really, uh, and then suddenly it just completely got uh, on you know, overdrive on social media, which has been really the most surprising thing for me. That's a surprising, Roger, because you and I have, have agreed that whilst what we're going to discuss in a moment is a very, very good social media campaign, you and I have seen none of it. That was so surprising for me as well, because you said to us, let's talk about Scream, because the social media campaign is being heralded as one of the best ever. And I just don't genuinely recall seeing anything. And that's really bizarre, because you and I are always talking about films in our social media posts, whether it's on Facebook, um, Twitter, even on LinkedIn, I mentioned films, and we mentioned films in our posts for this podcast as well. So you would think that the algorithms out there would have picked up on the fact that we are film buffs. Um, but the algorithm has chosen, for whatever reason, to exclude us from this campaign for Scream. So, you know, they, they've even though it's a fabulous campaign, and we're going to talk about it in a few moments, as you say, they've perhaps not got the algorithm, perhaps hasn't got the targeting right, and that's a real shame. A real shame, because we missed uh, some real entertaining and uh, inspiring, because a uh, reminder for all of us, we use this segment of the show as a source of inspiration for our own content creation efforts. I discovered, this is you know how bizarre this is all this, I discovered about the... Um, the cleverness and impact of the social media campaign on a social media website 
praising mm. the campaign called Social Media Today, but not mm. via, let's say, a film based you know, uh, stream. So very quickly, the, come the chronology of the, the typical marketing pack. So we have the teaser poster, we have the first trade on the 12th of October. On the 7th of January of this year, there was a featurette with Neve Campbell, Courtney Cox and David Arkett talking about the returning to Woodsboro. And on the um, you know, 9th of um, January, which is only a, f a few days ago, very clever actually, that was maybe instead of the premiere, the um, the, the the actors, not Courtney Cox, David Arquette, and Neve Campbell, went on the Drew Barrymore TV show. Now, if you are a mm -hmm. fan of Scream, you realize how important that is because Drew Barrymore was indeed the first victim on the mm -hmm. very first uh, Scream chapter all those years ago. Yes, that was really good, wasn't it? I saw that and thought it was funny. And then we have the final trailer on the 11th of January, which is when I rediscovered Scream via social media today. So it's, it's kind of bizarre. So they went ahead with Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, TikTok, of course, but also Discord. I think this is the first time that I found myself mentioning Discord on film marketing and the whole social media campaign that we're going to go kind of, um, Roger and I, you know, step by step, had the hashtag Scream Movie, Scream, and Ghost Face. And it all begins, as far as I can tell, you know, from the research that we've done, really uh, in September following a year of teaser content that it would be essentially expected. It all begins really cleverly on the 27th of September with the launch of the Woodsboro Horror Film Club on Facebook, hosted by actors, you could argue, but you know, characters in the universe of Scream, Sarah and Ash, who use Facebook and TikTok to talk about how exciting they are to see the latest Scream movie, but also talking about um, Stab and all the, the different elements of the universe. And certainly you have two campaigns, Roger. You have the normal Scream social media campaign, and you have the this kind of fictional campaign with the Woodsboro, which is not a real town as far as I know, horror film club. Yeah, it's very good. It's it's almost making reality out of out out of the scenario, isn't it? And 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 I guess that that's to me that's absolutely what Scream's about. Because as you said before, we know the rules of horror films, and they talk about the rules of horror films within the film. So it's very inclusive, isn't it? We're all in on the joke. We all know what the rules are, and this social media campaign, even right from the very start made you part of it it brings you into it it brings you into the narrative and that's i think why even right from the start it it became so powerful and we'll come back to sarah and ash because since they live in the scream universe you can kind of guess that perhaps things don't going to go so well for them but <laughs> i'm just going to wrap up september and then you can take over october roger with on the 29th of september there was a competition with airbnb where you could win a one night stay at the original Scream House, whereby you would even potentially get a call from Ghostface and perhaps play a horror movie quiz. My goodness, that would be quite scary, wouldn't it, actually, to do that? Um, moving into October, then they had a competition to win tickets to go to the local, your local 25th anniversary celebratory event and watch the original Scream with other fans. So they're making sure that you effectively swat up on what's gone before in order to prepare you for the for the latest one then of course um in 
uh, October 12th of October, the official trailer was released, Paramount um, Channel. Um, the 12th of October still, the first artificial reality experience. Feel what it's like behind the mask with the new ghost face filter. Again, that's quite cool, isn't it? You actually, you can actually feel what it's like to be ghost face. Um, they didn't give you an actual play knife to play with or a rubber knife or something like that but you can imagine what it would be like to be wearing the mask further on into october ghost face voice filter was added to tiktok now tiktok is massive isn't it pascal mm. uh, so of course it would feature in any social media campaign and closing off october they obviously cashed in on the um the massive thing that halloween is in the states particularly but also across the world show me what you're wearing for halloween using the hashtag scream costume and of course i bet that hashtag absolutely trended across the halloween night they actually uh, did an enormous amount of uh, f uh, fan content sharing on Twitter. It was really, really quite something. Mm -hmm. As part of this research, actually, Instagram was a bit easier to use just as, uh, as a learning point. To going back to November, so November was focused on lots and lots of teaser videos, primarily Square, just uh, as, as a footnote. But it was focused on Ghostface, scaring the new characters, and some many, many different renditions using voice as well as uh, text animation of Hello Sydney. <laughs> and uh, fans could also send their own creation in terms of poster design. And there was some really amazing uh, artwork out there inspired by horror movies. And if you're, again, a horror fan, which I think was all about, you had some 70s horror movies style of the design. You had 80s and, and, and 90s. Just very quickly, then, starting with December, it all kicks off on the 13th of December with the 12 screams for the holidays. Introduced by Neve Campbell and Courtney Cox in, in a video. And what they say is over the next 12 days, every day we're going to drop some content on the socials. That is going to be pretty exciting. And sometimes it was very simple, Roger, from an exclusive poster design. Some of it is absolutely amazing. And asking you to vote um, using the poster again that you mentioned, you know, who's a ghost face, to some very highly impressive uh, endeavor. So on the 20th of December, you could watch the 1996 Scream movie whilst receiving live via Messenger some quizzes and some facts about the movie in partnership with Movie Mate, which is, um, again, I'm so disappointed. I would have wanted to do that. Yeah, all of these things. I mean, this is a massive and impressive list of things that were happening, and I didn't see any of it. Uh, so the, the the algorithm must genuinely not like me, or the algorithm just genuinely just doesn't understand me. But we oh, had, but yeah, go on. Not, yeah, we had lemon cakes. The lemon cakes recipe from the Woodsboro Sheriff Department. That was on the 22nd of December. On the 24th of December, unlock the new Scream Movie AR lens and I'll pay you a visit. Tag at Scream Movies and share your videos using ghost faces watching so I can see your creations. See again how inclusive this is. It's asking people to take part. And 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 Scream was always an inclusive movie. Even with the stab film was the film within the film. That's right. That's yeah. bringing people in. It's all about inclusiveness. So then we move on to Christmas Day itself. You could argue maybe the last of the 12 screams of Christmas. Yes. And on the social media, you have almost like a hand-drawn, a hand-painted traditional Christmas card. And at first you kind of go, okay, I can see you know, uh, greetings. You see hints of Woodsboro. You see hints of the knife and so on. But then 
if you if you're not careful you could miss there's a qr code in the, in the bottom right hand corner if you scan the qr code with your mobile phone it takes you to a video message from sarah one of the hosts of the woodsboro horror film club and she's going to a scream party she's complained that she's not heard from ash for three days she knows that people are worried about her. She said, don't you worry, I'm going to this party, it's all fine. And then something happens, whether she drops the phone or she's attacked. But what I can say is that we've not heard from Sarah since Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Moving straight into this year, we had a special serial tie-in, you know, cereals that you have for breakfast, your favourite serial killer, buy a collector's box of strawberries and cream cereals from serialkillercafe.co.uk. Everybody's getting in onto this. Absolutely. And we continue with, um, you know, Ashley on, on this one, the Ask Me Anything session on Discord with the blood makers and head of makeup and makeup effects, which I think is lovely. On the 11th of January, merely days away from the release, the Scream soundtrack is released on Spotify. Quick mention of Brian Tyler, one of my favorite music composer for that, that genre of horror and, and action. And then a day before the release on the 14th of January, they um, invite you to play the online video game, Can You Survive the Scream House? <laughs> Essentially combining a tool where you click on different uh, you know, kind of arrows and move around the, the original Scream House with a quiz. Uh, it begins actually, Roger, with a text message from Sydney. But in fact, you've been um, kind of trapped in the house with Ghostface. And if you don't answer the questions properly, Ghostface will get you. <laughs> and of course, when the film was actually launched, they still want people to take part. So again, they're saying, if you're seeing the film this weekend, send a photograph of you from the theatre using the ha hashtag C-Scream and tag at Scream Movies. And again, people from all over the world are sending in the pictures. Some of them are wearing the ghost face mask. Some of them aren't. Some of them are in front of the poster. Some of them are in front of the theatre. Again, it's getting people to take part. So yes, maybe, Pascal, this was one of the best social media campaigns ever for a movie. And you know, the fact that it has been complemented by professionals working social media, not film magazines or you know, not film fans like you and I, two things. It means that you and I are doing the right thing with regard to this podcast by including film marketing where people are saying look at what the screen franchise has done we can learn from this yeah. but it also makes me feel so disappointed that I missed out on all the fun absolutely right so we're gonna have to I, I, you know I, I wish we could meet the algorithm i wish the algorithm <laughs> was a real person rather than this black magic box that sits somewhere um in the uh, in the in hyperspace or something it was a real person you could go up to it and grab it by the scruff of the neck and say we didn't see any of the scream social media stuff and we're film geeks why and see how he would have whittled his way out of it <laughs> excellent well thanks again and i will say for a film that you and I have not seen yet, we've been able to cover a lot of the marketing. But actually, it's with the credit of the um, the marketers themselves because it was so easy to follow and so compelling to go through a chronology of, all right, it all kickstarted in September of last year and you follow through the journey of um, of execution. And uh, yeah, uh, I think it's going to be one that won the best film marketing segment for quite some time. Yeah, and of course, what it really does mean now, Pascal, is that we need to get 
out there and see this film because we've got ex so excited about it. We haven't even seen it yet. So I think we need to get out there and see it as soon as possible. Thank you everybody once again for watching or listening to two geeks and a marketing podcast it's been an absolute pleasure spending time with pascal talking about our favorite subjects once again please do as always subscribe leave us comments either leave us comments on the youtube channel or get in touch with us on twitter or the other socials until the next episode please go out there and make sure that your marketing is done right I was Roger Edwards and he was Pascal Fintoni. Thank you for listening to the Film Marketing Academy podcast, the audio series dedicated to helping filmmakers create better film marketing campaigns faster. For more information about our film marketing consultancy and training services, go to filmmarketingacademy.com and book your free discovery video call. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe and follow your host on social media for more updates.